Good evening, baseball fans. It is Monday, February 19th. It is a Monday, right? Yes, it is Monday. I'm my ADHD medicine has fully worn off and I no longer know the date, the date or time. So anyhow, um, this is Susie uh, with Bourbon and Baseball. That is Kelsey. If you are on YouTube, you will see that we have a very special guest for you today. This is Brian from The Last Dive Bar, and we'll kind of get into all of that in just a minute. But before we do that, before we do that, I got to give you guys a warning. You know, if you're new around here, I, I apologize. This is a rated R podcast, uh, not for the you know, paid adult content, because that's not over here, unfortunately. Um, I really got to stop saying OnlyFans because it does give me ads, and that's just not a thing that we want. We want, but anyhow, not for that content, guys. Not for that content. Just solely for the uh, four-letter words that I like to say that Kelsey likes to say sometimes. Um, but I can't censor myself, so it is a rated R podcast for that. Maybe, possibly, some inappropriate adult humor, but you know, we'll see where that goes. So. With that said, um, we're going to roll right into our very special guest, Brian from The Last Dive Bar. How are you today, Brian? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Thank you, Susie. Thank you, Kelsey, for having me. I'm excited to, uh, to be here. We are excited to have you. And we're just going to roll right into um, the all of the questions that we have because that we have lots. We have so Let's many. Let's do this. Yeah, this. so I read an article about this, I want to say in like 2022. So I have read about this story of kind of how the last dive bar got started, but Susie mm -hmm. doesn't even know. So I can't wait for you to tell the story and give me some more insight into it. But the last dive bar <laughs> originally started as a website. The website was called WTF Brian, which, you know, I assume is you, Brian. Yeah. The the original website, WTF Brian, this is that Brian. So the last dive bar stemmed from a meme of you at a game in 2019. Tell us about that and how yeah. it turned into the last dive bar. Oh man, I laughed just thinking about it. But uh, yeah, so we started off as WTF Brian, which is obviously an acronym for what the fuck Brian, um, .com. And so my, uh, my partner, uh, Paul Bailey, we were just buddies at the time and we were just we would just make memes and gifts and and banners and stuff that we'd take to the game and we would celebrate like players and and just just be funny anything that happened that was funny or crazy or outlandish with the A's like we would have a banner and it would be at the stadium like usually the next day like we that's how fast we would turn them out and we would create memes about anything and everything that was going on like with the A's and the players and 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 anybody in the radio tv it didn't matter who it was we were just always like making memes and um and one like persona i had with my with my personal uh twitter account sandlot408 is i had this internet bromance with my favorite uh player ramon Laureano. <laughs> and so he didn't even have social at the time and so we there's just constant memes and everything about me and ramon we were lovers and anything that happened to him <laughs> it would you know people would tag me and so that stuff started getting like pretty popular amongst like the local fan base and stuff like that. And everybody would just ring me anytime he did something bad or good or, or, or anything. Right. And, uh, and especially when he would get injured, people would, you know, ask if I was taking care of him and when's he coming back and all this. And so, you know, he had a, a pretty, you know, big debut when he first came on, uh, first came on with the A's, he had a, a walk-off double to win the game an in extra innings. Um, and so over the off season, I made a banner of him 
And the A's actually brought me onto the field so he could meet me and then sign it. So we actually met in real life back in 2019. And so, um, yeah, and then I had a whole big old Ramon call when he would come out, I would scream, Ramon! So you'll even see the the Guardians, like, tweet that out. Like, I, I started, it's in my yeah. bio and everything. And so, cool. so um, and then he would dap his chest, throw the ball up at me, and then... Um, and so we became friends. I came, uh, you know, good, good, close with his family, his parents, his, his wife now. And so, um, so he got injured and that mm -hmm. year in 2019, we were leading all of baseball and hit by pitches. I think to date, it still leads all of major league baseball and hit by pitches, uh, by wow. a team. And so in that game, Mark Canna had gotten hit to like tie the record or something like that. And then Ramon's first at bat, he got drilled in the back, like a 94 mile an hour fastball right in the back. He throws the bat. And of course, anything that happens with him, the, the camera usually goes right to me. And so I'm standing up in my pin covered vest. As you can see, I love pins, right? Ace pins. So I got my pin covered vest and I'm standing there and I'm emphatically screaming, what the fuck? And I'm screaming like at the top of my lungs and the broadcast is on me. And they did not, they, they on purpose didn't cut away. So then a tweet <laughs> follows. And so everybody's like tweeting it out and everything like that. But then the A's actually tweeted, they said, our thoughts on leading the league in hit by pitches. And then it was me screaming, what the fuck? But when the fuck part came, that was like Homer Simpson, like, or something like that. And, uh, and it went crazy. So about a week goes by and there's just a shit ton of memes. Like they put this like figure of me on like, in a choir on that Brazilian statue <laughs> in traffic doing snow angels, you know, that, that Greek uh, thing with the fig on the, uh, on his wiener, but he's got like all the arms like that. I, that's me. Yes. And then, um, and so my partner, he's like, Hey, on Friday, I'm going to drop something. I want you to, uh, you know, check it out. So he posts this, this website and it was WTFBrian.com. And then on the website was a collection of every single meme and GIF that was that was created and made of me and it was just like just making fun of me and he had this whole ode to what the fuck and it was like a page long and it was like the most romantic thing ever written about a what the fuck moment and it was crazy and and i mean we were making baseball cards with this shit on there and then some guy on twitter was like hey man if you put that on a shirt it was this one specific meme that's still on our website and it's like it's it's like a silhouette of me and it's like green and green and gold and and just as WTF. And so and we even sell it in a pin, too. And underwear. We sell underwear. Um, and so, <laughs> yeah, they're called the what the fuck undies. They're rally undies. They bring magical powers to anybody that wears them. And so basically, um, uh, I, my my partner, Paul, he was like, yeah, dude, I can actually put it. I figured it out. We can sell a shirt. So we actually put it on there and that dude bought it and other people were buying it. And um, four people bought the underwear. And so we started making money and I was like, dude, what do we do? And he's like, I don't know. I'm like, well, I'm not claiming it on my taxes. And he didn't want to. So we ended up <laughs> donating like everything back to the ACE community fund at the time. And then next thing you know, we started making design after design after design. And we started doing, uh, I would create uh, campaigns, like uh, charitable campaigns around, um, around like ACE players and their initiatives and stuff like that. And so we'd create designs mm -hmm. that complemented what, you know, what they were doing and stuff like that. And, and that's literally how it started. But then COVID hit and we got shut down because all print shops were shut down. And so um, my wife's best friend, 
uh, started up a print company. And so she took us on as a client. And <clears throat> around that time, there was this article by Jack Nikas of the New York Times. And in there, there was a line that he was comparing the Coliseum um, to a dive bar when all the other baseball stadiums were like cocktail lounges. And there was a line in there that said, uh, it's like a dive bar, baseball's last dive bar. And I saw that and I was like, oh, and Jack was my buddy. And so I said, Jack, you know, we got to, uh, we got to make a banner of this. He's like, yeah, do it. So we made this banner, put it up at the Coliseum. But then that, that graphic right there, this one right here went, went crazy. It went viral. Players were buying it. It was mm -hmm. out of control. And so we literally rebranded re as last eye bar said goodbye to the, what the fuck. And, uh, you know, the rest is history. I love that so much. So was that in 2021? Was that in uh, 2020? Yeah, this was right at right at COVID, and we 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 rebranded rebranded re in 20, 2020. So we we okay. were only what the fuck, Brian, for like eight months to maybe a year before we switched over because like so many people were like, <laughs> "Hey, we want to work with you guys, but it's kind of hard to like promote you guys when your website <laughs> is WTF Brian." Like, you guys are you considering changing that? And we're like, right. "No, why would we change it?" You know, and so, <laughs> but. You know, with with so we when we rebranded his last sidebar, and then it was like, you know, it it was it was a no brainer. And then, um, um, you know, we ended up getting everything copyright. Like, so we own the entire image; it's copyright protected and it's federal federally trademarked. We're the only only company that's ever been attempted to be shut down by MLB, and then MLB turned around and said, "We're not going to shut you down. We're actually going to approve your trademark." Okay. So, that's a that's that's a fun story. That's and so cool. and the very lawyers that the very lawyers that were like actually sent to shut us down, um, they ended up a bunch of the stuff they wanted some of the designs. So we sent them like rally possum <laughs> shirts and calendars and and yeah, it's hanging up in the MLB offices in in New York. So, oh my goodness! If if um, listeners, if you guys have not checked out uh, the last dive bar, you definitely have to. The graphic design. Um, people that they have, which you said was one of your, one of the co-owners co or two of the co-owners. Yeah. So it's, uh, we're three owners. And then, so two of the owners, Paul and Carl do all the graphic design work. Uh, Paul does all the photography. Mm -hmm. Um, I help out a little with the photography. Um, and then I do all the social media and stuff like that. But if you go to our IG, that one's like a good catalog of everything in chronological order all the way down, um, at the very bottom. Yeah. So there was I've, a bunch of designs we had to take off. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. You're because, like, yeah, we, with we the just have so many, then, you know. No, no, not 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 that. We actually, because of the trademark stuff, we had to remove some uh, of the stuff okay. that we were commissioning. So the A's paid for a bunch of stuff for us to do um, oh. back in the day. And then that stuff had to actually go off because the MLB's like, no, we don't like that. And so, yeah, that's a whole story, too. <laughs> gotcha. Wow. That's. Um, before we, before yeah. we dive into more of that, I, I gotta ask, have you always been a lifelong ACE fan? I assume because of the amount of pins behind you, but I just want to make sure. Oh, oh, cool. That's awesome. That's amazing. Uh, for our, yeah, for our no, audio only listeners, um, he, Brian just, just held up his forearm and has, uh, athletics tattooed on his forearm. So, uh, that just answered my question. Um, I guess you were yeah. you've always been a lifelong A's fan. <laughs> yeah, I've been I've been an A's fan since I was four. 
I grew up in the 80s, so I grew up in the era of the Bash Brothers and Ricky Henderson and the Billy Ball days. And so, mm -hmm. like, I grew up in just the, the, the glory days uh, of, of, you know, A's baseball. And, like, when I was four, you know, team I played on was the A's and T-ball. So I played with them for two years. And then in uh, all of my senior minor major days, I played on the A's again. And so it was like, I mean... Yeah, if you lived in the Bay Area in the 80s, man, you like it was complete opposite of how it is now where everybody's a Giants fan. Like everybody was an A's right. fan back then. Like you weren't cool if you were a Giants fan. You were a dork, you know? <laughs> you had to be an A's fan because that's where like everybody was bashing and stealing bases and commercials right. and I mean, they were rock stars back in the day. You know, the A's were like a like like a modern day like NFL team, but in baseball in the 80s, like it was it was such a great time to be alive. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so we're going to veer off on the questions. Like I said, I'm so sorry about this, but I need to also get your thoughts on this. Uh, yeah. What What were your thoughts on on Commissioner Manfred's thoughts on um, saying, you know, well, there, there's a there's another team in the Bay that it's it's not like you. There's not one. I'm all I, I'm sorry, sir. Did you just tell lifelong athletics fans to go be Giants fans? What are we what are we doing here? What What's happening? <laughs> what, what did you think about that the dude the, the dude i mean the dude's an idiot i mean would a red sox fan be a yankee fan would a cubs fan be a white sox fan right. would an astros fan be a rangers fan like Absolutely i mean would not. an angels fan be a, a dodger fan exactly so the the very fact that he suggested that shows how disconnected and detached he is from the very fans the consumers that he's supposed to be selling this game to, right? Like, this mm -hmm. is baseball. You're supposed to believe in it. And da, 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 da. Well, he just shit on all that, just like he told yeah. uh, everybody that the trophy was a piece of metal. I mean, the guy the guy is a complete yeah. buffoon when it comes to marketing his own game. And for him to even suggest that, the guy should be slapped silly. You know what I mean? He yeah. should. He should be backhanded. He should be, you know, he should just be removed from office. Like, the guy's an idiot. Like, Get him out of your sport. He's making the sport look so fucking bad. Like, yeah. God, it's disgusting. Well, he, and now, now, don't get me wrong. I, I got tons of Giants fans that are friends. Like, uh -huh. like I love my Giants fan friends and stuff. Yeah. And, and, and got a lot of, like, love for the history of, you know, uh, the Candlestick Park and, and mm -hmm. Oracle. And, and so, I mean, it's like, it, it's such a great historic organization and stuff like that. Now, there's a lot of history about the ownership and what they did to the A's, you know, with relocation back in the day and stuff. Um, but, <clears throat> you know, I can separate that from, from Giants fans and, and, yeah. and the organization and stuff like that. And so it, it, it's just, and they supported us a lot with the reverse, reverse boycott and everything. And so, but just for him to suggest that's just stupid. You know what I mean? Nobody's going to do that. Nobody's going to switch allegiances. I'm not going to like turn my tattoo into you know, Lucille or, or, you know, <laughs> McCovey Cove or something like that. Like, come on now, you're an idiot, Manfred. Well, I think you yeah. said it perfectly and that it just, it shows how disconnected he is. That's the yeah. perfect way to say it. And it is really unfortunate. But one of the things that I find so interesting about your kind of mission is that obviously you're celebrating the A's, but you are mm -hmm. specifically celebrate, celebrating the Coliseum and the experience that is created by this, you know, quote, last dive bar, baseball's last dive bar. So on your site, it actually says the Coliseum might be baseball's last dive bar, but it's our favorite place to watch baseball. 
For those of us who haven't experienced it, I think the A's are getting, you know, for better or for worse, a better amount of attention these days. And baseball fans as a whole are a little bit more invested in in finding out about what it is that you love about that experience. So tell us what endears you to the experience of baseball at the Oakland Coliseum. Man, well, you know, it's it's for one, it's a generational thing as far as like A's branding, right? And they're always like the first to kind of do something and push the barriers of what you can and can't do in sports. Like they allowed facial facial hair. They were paying $300 back in the 70s to every player that would would grow a beard. Um, they were the first to wear white cleats. They were actually the first baseball team to ever play under the lights way back in the day. They tested that out. Um, they wanted to, Charlie Finley made a jackass, a, a, a mule, their, 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 um, mascot. They had a rabbit that used to come out. His name was Harvey. that used to come out and give baseballs to the umpire. Like they've always done crazy ass things. And that whole approach in kind of like marketing and stuff like that has bled over into the fan base to where, um, you know, you can just totally be creative with how you cheer on and how you root for baseball in your favor in your stadium. And so like to where like they allow us to bring flags and, and wave flags, you know, uh, during the game and, and drums and stuff like that it actually started. I was going to say, in, wasn't there like a drum um, section student- or a drum guy? Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Right field one, one, four, nine, um, the Oakland 68s. They're, they're the drummers out yeah. there. And so, but it actually started, it didn't start with them. It actually started uh, with these these kids from Skyline High School back in 2000. And there was a huge thing between the New York Yankees Steinbrenner and these kids. And it was huge back in the day. Like Steinbrenner wanted this shit shut down. And what did the A's do? They said, no, let them bring the drums. And that's how it started. And back in the day, they even had commercials of these kids playing drums uh with Miguel like with Miguel Tejada and stuff like that and they uh-huh. they used to have a song like a drum beat for every player that came on and so but it even started way back in the day with a guy by the name of Crazy George in the 70s he had like a little tambourine type drum and he's the one that actually invented the wave that so many people either love or hate like he invented that Crazy George and so that's kind of where like it started and the A's would let him just go up on the dugout and bang his drum and start, you know, going nuts and stuff. And then like, you look at, you know, the eighties and stuff like that. The, if you see some of our uh, recent stuff and there's even gifts that I made and put in Twitter where the, we're bashing the bash arms and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. So uh-huh. uh, my buddy, Rob NorCal Notters, he made those one night because I, I, I posted the gift and the original video of these guys that were fans when I was a kid and they used to walk around the stadium and they had these big old pantyhose filled uh, uh, bash arms and they were always bashing and stuff like that. And, and my buddy Rob's like, I'm going to make that. And he, that was on a Wednesday and he actually got them made by Friday and they're way better than the old ones. And so, but they would let you bring in that. They let us, there's a gif that I, that I put on Twitter of um, a, a guy playing a tuba in the, in the stands. Like they let people bring a tuba in. Um, Josh Reddick, you know, had the walk-up song, Careless Whisper. And you see everybody in the fans swaying like this and people got clarinets, like real ones. Like there's just always this 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 like atmosphere that's so unique to Oakland and specifically the Coliseum that's that's not replicated anywhere else in, in, in the baseball world. You might see stuff like if you go to Japan or or you know Taipei or or even in the Latin Latin American countries, like they they cheer on baseball kind of similar to what we do at the Coliseum. And so mm-hmm. that's 
that's something that's it's so appealing and stuff and and like theme nights like you ever been to a birthday party and they got a whole theme and everything like i i we were doing that like in this every friday night we had a theme night and we everybody dressed up every we decorated we had 20 foot banners we had decorations everywhere uh you know we had people that worked for the a's that would dress up and they'd be in their regular roles and jobs like in the coliseum dressed up mm -hmm. and stuff like that and um i mean it was wild dude it's 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 nuts and it's the most fun atmosphere when things are obviously going good um that you'll ever see you know what i mean it's crazy right well i mean Definitely, uh, the A's are what I like to call the the uh, Astros daddy because for some odd reason the A's just always always smoke us no matter what. And I, you know, I'm like, don't, don't I don't know why y'all are sleeping on the A's. It always it always <laughs> ends up that the A's just smoke us. Uh, for, I don't know, I don't know. So just well, just know that I, I understand <laughs> that the A's are the Astros daddy. Like I, I know I'm aware. Yo, you I, don't even know if COVID didn't happen. Astros, we had so much stuff planned because the first game back after COVID for the Astros after the whole scandal was in Oakland. Uh -huh. We had probably 20 banners. We had inflatables. We had so much stuff you can't even think of. Uh, I don't know if you saw it, but there was a, a bunch of articles uh, at the time about orbit in a trash can we we i, I bought oh, a uh -huh. cardboard cardboard cutout of him and i put him in in right field so he was up there and literally 20 minutes into the first uh bp of the first game mlb made him take it down <laughs> and then the, and then the a's wouldn't give it the a's wouldn't give it back to me and so i i was making all these memes of like where's orbit and like he'd be so like he was uh, i had him uh, on on an island with castaway with like tom hanks i had him there uh -huh. i had him like i had him on a milk carton i had him underneath a freeway and finally i got him back and he was in like perfect condition <laughs> oh so he's just been chilling somewhere with well maybe not maybe not with the raccoon but somewhere else then or the possum yeah he's in my, I mean. yeah. Yeah, he's in my house yeah i got him <laughs> but yeah, yeah it was it was funny but no i mean when you guys when we called you the lastros like when you were in that transition from the from the national league to the american league like you guys were just dog shit but like you guys were in the shadows like building up something crazy and i don't just, i don't know what you're talking but, about that that's before baseball yeah, season that's before so that doesn't actually count that's, but that's why i don't I was, know i was always confused with the scandal because i'm like I, that team never needed to cheat and they didn't need to bang on anything but you know baseballs and stuff and and speaking of daddy, Verlander is the A's daddy. That guy has knocked us out of every playoff I can think of for the last, like, 15 years, man. That guy, something's wrong with that dude. Yes. He's so yeah. mean to I us. I mean, he, we, we, do, uh, we do appreciate our, our daddy Verlander. Um, <laughs> you know, he is getting up there in age, though, so yeah. we got to treat we're him with some kid gloves. <laughs> we're related, Susie. We're like cousins. <laughs> this is true. This is true. Yeah. <laughs> Well, everything I, you're I, talking I, about, Brian, is just like so our kind of fun. Like, I I really <laughs> feel like I am missing out by not being an A's fan. And it is really cool and really special that hey, they man. have allowed that to just be a part of the what is the culture there. Mm -hmm. But you mentioned, like, obviously, this all started with T-shirts, but mm -hmm. it is now a full-blown organization. You have community events. You have theme nights, like you said that are yeah. highlighted and you work alongside the Oakland A's organization and major league baseball. Like you were, you were telling us even more about that before we started recording, but 
Yeah. Do you have like, I mean, you've shared some really great memories and stuff so far. Is there something that you're like particularly proud of? Like this was a great idea or like the follow through on it was just everything you could have wanted it to be. Man. Um, God, there's, there, there is, there's so many things and like not one thing is really more important than the other. Sometimes yeah. it is, but um, like we got recognized from, you know, Santa Clara County for community events that we were doing out here. Um, we helped organize the first trunk and treat in Santa Clara County when COVID happened and we've been doing it every year since. So we got recognized for that, but um, there's so many things we've done. We, we've, we've, we, we did the entire Stephen Vote retirement ceremony. So if you see any clips and highlights from Stephen oh, Vote's cool. retirement game, um, all those shirts and the logos and everything, everything he had during his private party in the back, like we designed that. His family reached out to us, told the A's they wanted us to do the design and nobody else. So that was super cool. I had a oh, conversation with him before the game. Yeah. And so actually when he hit that home run in his last at bat, I was with his wife and because she wanted me to come over and just thank me and all that. And so his whole family's there. Everybody's there from, you know, his childhood till current and they're all wearing the vote shirt and everything. And so we're talking and they're about to announce him. So I, I told his wife, I said, Hey, you know, he's coming up for his last at bat. I'm going to take off. Thank you so much. Blah, 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 blah. I'm going to take off so you can enjoy your husband's last at bat. So I step back and boom, he hits it. I got my phone. I just take a picture of her arms going up and then her hugging uh, his father and stuff. And I was just like, wow, that's insane. Right. And so that was really cool. Um, but actually one of the, one of the really uh, big things that like that, the nights that sticks out for me is uh, one of our theme nights. It, we called it rock night. And so what it was, was we, our theme was rock and roll. And so when you go to a concert, what do you see? You see a bunch of t-shirts right of all the bands mm -hmm. and artists and so a lot of people like collecting the shirts so we we dropped eight different designs eight shirts we designed eight shirts from each like metallica and we redid the text that said last eye bar we had kiss it said ldb and the kiss letters guns and roses um pink floyd so we redid all the famous uh uh album covers as last uh -huh. eye bar albums t-shirts and we released that leading up to the game everybody dressed up we had inflate i had a seven foot inflatable uh uh guitar everybody had inflatable guitars everybody was dressed up like freddie mercury and and i was uh i was axel rose and i couldn't find any <laughs> pants and i'm six foot three so i i went to uh i went to uh what's that it's a korean it's a korean pop like korean pop store and they had these pants that were girl pants and they were tight and they're, but they were last eye bar colors. They're, uh, you know, gold and black. Uh -huh. So I bought them and I was wearing Korean pop, pop girl, <laughs> uh, pants that were skin tight, but it was awesome. So I was Axl Rose. And then, um, so we had a huge night and then it, they were playing rock. Cause the, the theme night for the A's that night was like rock through the decades. So they were playing oh, rock uh -huh. music the whole night. So of course, I'm like, okay, the theme night for that night should be rock. So we're in parallel with what they're doing. So it helps promote, promote it. And that year we were working with the A's on their uh, bingo night. So, so, okay, we had this launch leading up to the, to the event. So we, that's last dive bar back end stuff. We have to drop all these shirts and everything. So we dropped eight different shirts and then we had all the promotional stuff about the night, but then we had to do the bingo night first. So everybody showed up at bingo up at the treehouse. And we were all partying, having a good time, playing bingo. Everybody's looking just ridiculous in their rock <laughs> stuff. And then I would set my alarm for like five, 
five o'clock or five thirty because I then had to run down and I had to decorate our whole section, right? So, but <laughs> yeah, and then so now the the night gets crazier. So these are all the aspects of that one night. Um, there was a family, so I was taking a shit one day, and um, <laughs> I was taking a shit one day, and all of a sudden I get we get an order. And it's like for like $300, $400. And I was like, oh, great. I was like, somebody messed up their order and put like 30 shirts in there. I'm going to have to go in there and fix it and all of that. So I emailed the lady. And they were, at the time, we did this design, uh, We Love You, Ray, for Ray Fossey. Um, and all the proceeds went to the very cancer that he died from. It all went to mm -hmm. cancer research and support. And so um, they bought that shirt. So I sent an email. I'm like, hey, you know, um, we see that you love Ray and guess what? We love Ray too. I just want to make sure everything's cool with your order. I noticed you ordered like 30 shirts, like everything all good. Like, do you need me to change it to one? And I get an email back and she was like, you have no idea. Um, we're, so my, and she said, and this is her talking, my dad's name is Ray and he passed away during the Ray Fossey tribute. So when they were honoring Ray Fossey during this tri tribute in game and they were uh -huh. filming it, obviously, and um, he passed away during that. And his name is Ray. So they were just like, oh, my God, he, our father Ray dies and he, he's a huge diehard Ace fan. Their whole family's diehard Ace fans. And so uh, the following Tuesday night, I'm at the game and I just have our Ray Fossey banner up there like we always have. The We love you, Ray banner. And she sees it and she's like, oh, my God, what is that? And so she Googles that, finds our website makes the purchase with the intent for their entire family to wear that t-shirt at his celebration of life. Oh, okay. I so then that. I was like, uh -huh. wait a second. Yeah. So I said, wait a second. Hey, we got, Hey, you know what? I know you're, you're planning this. Uh, so, oh, and then I said, Hey, what I'm going to do is uh, I'm taking care of your whole family, whatever they need. Just let us know. We're going to send you a shirt, send you a shirt. So next thing you know, like 60, 70 freaking shirts. I'm like, Oh damn, it's a big family. So we're sending them every shirt gets a sticker. And so we were sending them that. And so I said, hey, you know, we got a theme night coming up. Why don't you guys get take the family out, get your mind off everything, come to the game. We'll pay for your tickets. It's, it, it, you know, and you just come sit by us. We're all going to be partying. It's going to be awesome. And she's like, okay, great. I said, all right, well, let me know how many tickets you need and then I'll get them for you. She comes back with like 37 tickets. I was like, oh, damn. And so I was like, <laughs> wow, okay. And so what I did was I hit up, um, uh, the A's PR at the time, Catherine Aker, and I hit her up and told her the story. And I said, is there anything you can do? So they're like, yeah, we'll take care of the tickets. So I said, uh -huh. cool. So literally the A's took care of all the tickets and parking for this entire family to come out. So they come to the game Friday. They're all wearing, we love you, Ray, you know, t-shirts. I drive all the way to, in San Jose to our like last minute banner place. Got a, we love you, Ray banner made the same one that uh -huh. they saw, but it was like brand new went up and I had a bunch of people from the A's sign the back of it and everything like that. And, um, presented the family during the bingo night, presented the family with that, a big, huge fake check. And it was a thousand bucks made out to the A's community fund in honor of Papa Ray. And, uh, and it was crazy, dude. It was super emotional. Everybody was crying. Um, get choked up. <laughs> um, the family was beautiful. They had, uh, two, he had two granddaughters that did a, um, a lemonade stand and they raised uh like 170 bucks and they gave me an envelope and a and a letter said to brian and oh. just talked about how they were inspired with what we do oh. and they, they did a 
<laughs> yeah, they did a lemonade stand and uh, they wanted to donate that to us. <laughs> I was like, well, we're not a 5013C. You can't donate to us. But that's the vice president of the A's right there, Catherine Aker. Why don't you two girls take the money you're going to give us and go present it to them? And then she'll donate it back to the A's community fund. And so they did. So we, we got pictures of it. It's in our IG and everything like that. And then, then, um, uh, Ken Korak, Vince Catronio came down. They signed the, um, because they would always come down in the treehouse and they signed, signed the banner. And so I told them about what was going on. Cause they're like, what the hell's going on? There's like freaking <laughs> 40 people wearing like, we love your race shirts. And so I told him, he goes, no way. So then on the radio, Vince Catronio, Ray Fossey did this whole dedication to their family on the live broadcast, because of course I talked to Dallas Braden, he signed the banner too. Dallas Braden made it a point to come down there in game in a live broadcast, interview the family, um, interview the granddaughters. And so it was uh it was crazy. It was like it was a life-changing thing for their family, and it left a huge impact on us. And then the rest of the night we partied and did this and like the whole theme night and everything like that, and it was like completely wild, fireworks um at the end of the night. We didn't win the game that year. We didn't win a single Friday night game except one. So it kind of sucked. Oh. We had all these theme nights and we never won, but whatever. <laughs> oh. I'm not bitter. No, and so so that was probably the most impactful thing because we literally had a huge drop, like one of our biggest drops. Uh, we had a theme night that we were planning. Bingo night, we had to work uh, and do this event. And like we we make these big cellophane baskets filled with prizes and the A's would auction or raffle them off. And then had the whole family there during the bingo and then down there and then had to do all the stuff with the production crew to make sure the story was highlighted correctly and, and everything like that. And so that was like super special. And then obviously the next day I have to like screen grab everything and then post it. So, right. you know, the family constantly, you know, will forever have something to look back on. Oh, I love that so Same. much. Um, yeah. we and we love Dallas over here on this on this podcast. Uh, I think actually, um, before Kelsey, I had another co-host, and um, her name was Shelby. And Dallas was actually our first like big time player, color person, mm -hmm. like anybody that wasn't just Shelby and I talking on the on the podcast to come on the podcast. And he spent like an hour yeah. and a half with us, just just chopping it up and talking ball and stuff. And we we're like. <laughs> what's going on oh my gosh and it so dallas yeah. uh dallas holds a special special place in my heart because he's just insane and Dude, so lovable that guy is just a ridiculous human being like he, he's he's amazing i love dallas so much like that dude made us i think they were like jordan threes and he got them mm -hmm. all customized and on one shoe it says last dive bar and then on the other shoe it says uh the town and so the right shoe is the right field bleachers and the left uh -huh. shoe is left field bleachers. So we're left field bleachers. And so one shoe was last eye bar. The other shoe was the Oakland 68s, the right field. So it's pretty cool. Oh my cool. gosh. That's, that's freaking awesome. Yeah. So, well, I know that we're, yeah, we're going to transition is, from, from the theme nights and whatnot um, that, that you guys have thrown to one of your bigger events now. Uh, fans, fans fest, not, you know, because normally, uh, yes. you know, normal teams have, the, the actual team puts on, you know, a fan fest for their fans to kind of thank the fans. Not, not, yep. not the A's, not the A's. Oakland said, nah, that's not what we're going to do. So kind of tell us about mm -hmm. how you guys came up with this and like why you guys came up with it and, you know, where it's going or where it's gone from, from the original um, fans fest. 
Yeah, so they stopped doing it in what, 20, 2019, 2020 and stuff like that. So they stopped uh, doing Fans Fest. And so I think it was like last year or the year before that, they basically, um, they basically, there's my son. Hi, buddy. Hi. <laughs> He's getting curious. He ain't got He's no like, shirt on. But, uh, so they did, <laughs> yeah, they did, uh, they stopped doing it. But the Oakland 68s did one in Brooklyn Basin, I want to say like in 2022 or 2021. Uh-huh. And so they they did a, actually the first fans fest um, there, and then so with this one coming up, we were like we were doing so much stuff with all the summer of cell movement and everything with them, so we just collectively were just like, dude, let's let's do this fans fest again, but let's have you guys involved and let's just make this thing big, and so we're like, all right, let's do it, dude, foot foot on the gas, and and um, and that's it, and that's and so that's how it came about. I love that. So. Uh, Fans Fest is the twenty fourth. Is that is that date yes. correct? Yeah. Okay. Fans Fest is yeah. It's it's this Saturday. It's gonna be eleven to four, Jack London Square. Um, there's a, the event center is called uh, Blo- uh, Block Fifteen. It's beautiful, beautiful event center. Uh, it's pretty huge inside, and we have indoor, outdoor stages. We have programming on both stages. Uh, we got tons of XA's, uh, you know, greats coming. We got the Oakland Ballers, the new independent uh, baseball team coming. JT Snow of the Giants, uh, who is now a coach with them, they're coming. Yeah. We got the soccer teams, Oakland Roots, Oakland Soul. But yeah, we got Grant Balfour, Coco Crisp, Trevor May, uh, 1998 Rookie of the Year, Ben Greaves, 74 World Series champion, Billy North. And then we got uh, Mike Norris, who is one of the members of the Black Aces. Uh, with the A's, he was actually the only o- Oakland A pitcher to record a win in three different decades. He won a game in the 70s, 80s, and 90s. Oh, sweet. Oh, wow. So That's so Yeah, awesome. we got two, two bands. Yeah, we got two bands. We got um, American Cheese, uh, and they're a cover band. And then we got uh, Electric X. They're like rock and roll. And then we got, uh, we have um, uh, a Banda, Banda group coming like boom 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 boom, boom. Yeah. so we got that coming too oh, uh, so okay. little caesars little caesars yeah little caesars so cool uh, oh yeah photo booth we got a photo booth uh we got a photo booth coming a uh, big old photo booth inside we have a, a balloon artist um so we got a bunch of activities and stuff like that for the kids there's uh several beer vendors that we will have there so it's kind of like a little beer garden we got Longman's Gin. They're going to be giving away free samples of gin. We got a kombucha booth that's going to be giving out free samples of kombucha. And then, um, oh, we got Dave Cavill coming. I don't know if you saw that post. We got Dave Cavill coming, and we got the Rally Possum coming. Okay. Now it's a party. <laughs> right? I love... Yeah. I love all of this. I'm so I'm so excited um, to see how this it turns out for you because I know that it's going to be. I mean, I know that it's going to be amazing. It already yeah. sounds um, amazing. But you forgot the most um, coveted guest that's that's going to be there, um, Brian, uh, our our friend oh, of the show. God. Well, yeah. <laughs> Come on now, friend of the show, uh, Scott Braun, host of right, Foul right. Territory, right? <laughs> Coming, um, and I. <laughs> I'm so excited that he as well is like getting the message out about this entire kind of situation and, um, and I'm speaking to the masses, I guess, about what the fans really have kind of gone through um, and still going through, still going through. Um, Yeah. So now are you, 
obviously you you are spearhead spearheading all of this um but now i assume you have some sort of like committee or group or people helping you do this or are you just going to run around like a chicken with its head cut off all day um okay you were a little <laughs> did you not hear any of that <laughs> No, I didn't get any of that. I was like, "That's." Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I was like, "Sounds like a robot." No, but uh, I I love that. Uh, no, so, okay. Uh, well, thoughts. I was I was gonna ask about okay, like help for help for the day, essentially, because I know that you're spearheading ah. this. Um, but do you have do you have help that's helping you during the day, or are you just gonna just run yeah. around like a chicken with its head cut off? Yeah. So <laughs> so for one, I was I was so you guys you know cut me off. I was just going to catch my breath and say how amazing Scott Braun with foul, tor foul territory is. Um, so he, yeah, he's amazing. Foul tor territory is going to be there. Um, he's actually got a bobblehead that was made by NorCal Nodders, Rob Roberts. And so he's going to have his own bobblehead there. Steve-O custom cards, making him a one-of-one -one custom card art. So they're going to be showered with gifts. We got a, we're making them banners that's going to be all displayed up in FanFest. And so Foul Territory is going to be there. They're going to um, have a lot of special programming going on with some of the players and stuff. Yeah. So you're going to get some in-depth um, kind of intimate interviews with some of the players that you wouldn't get even if you were at the event and stuff like that. And so so they, they have a, 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 a you know slew of guests that they're going to be having on the show. So it's going to be pretty awesome. Um, they're sitting up on the balcony overseeing the whole indoor event. So it's pretty cool right next to the green room where the players will be and stuff. And so, um, so it's amazing that he's there and, and like his advocacy, advocacy, av, advocacy, you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Um, words are hard. It's okay. We got how you. much he's been. There. Yeah. How much he's been there for ACE fans and, uh, and continuing to highlight this from a national, uh, media perspective is like something that is like so deeply, deeply appreciated by each and every ACE fan. And so we constantly try to highlight everything they say and do across, you know, all social platforms because uh, often you get that type of support from national media. Um, I just barely now you have Jeff Passan finally um, comment on it. And so, um, so that's super cool that they're there. But yeah, we got a lot of help uh, with FanFest. So there's four main coordinators for the event. It's me, my, uh, my partner, Paul, and then Todd and Jorge of the Oakland 68. So us four are the basically the 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 backbone behind the, the behind the scenes organizing coordinating everything and then we actually have like 30 to 40 volunteers that are just fans that'll be there and we're going to be assigning them jobs and shifts and they'll have specific things that they're going to help out and do we have over 70 vendors that will be there wow um and we're not charging any of them any of them to come so uh, we're all about supporting small businesses and stuff like that so they're going to be out there uh with an opportunity to to earn some money and stuff like that and get their brands and their name their food their clothes or whatever out there um we got local big local clothing groups oaklandish who's been so supportive with the summer of sell stuff uh, beast oakland like they're a couple pretty big clothing brands that are out here um and so, yeah, we it's it's there's so much that's uh, going into this and that's available to the attending fans and stuff like that. But yeah, we have help. The the Oakland 68s have like a 10 or 12 team board member, and so all the mm -hmm. board members are going to be there, uh, taking on a, a big role and stuff like that. And we got walkie talkies, and you know, it's like super so legit. Very nice. very official with the walkie talkies for sure. <laughs> Yes, yeah. yes. But man, it's crazy how much work goes in this. I mean, there's permitting, there's all this stuff, licensing and porta potties. Like, you know how expensive yeah. porta potties are? Like, 
I Very don't, expensive. but I hope you do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Todd with the 68s and Jorge, man, they've been like, Todd, Todd, Todd's ridiculous. Batman is like Superman. Like what he's doing behind the scenes without him, FanFest doesn't happen. Like this guy is like our brain behind the organization. He's got everything organized, emails and stuff. Like he sent out 70 separate emails today just to the vendors. So they had all wow. the information uh, the day of the event. But the porta potties are funny because each one, we're calling them the Johns. So each porta potty will have a picture of Dave or uh, John Fisher's face and it just says the John. <laughs> So I love that. That's so good. Um, so, <laughs> Brian, what's um, what is your kind of current read on the the ACE plans for relocation? I mean, today we heard that, I guess, the city and the A's are now back in talks. Um, is that just for this year? Is that well? I, I think what they said was they needed to know MLB needed to know where you guys were going to play. In 2025, by like July or something like that. So is that, I, I guess that's for this year and possibly next year, hopefully the year after. Like what what's uh, yeah. what's going on down there? Yeah, so there's a lot of moving parts, right? So uh, what you were alluding to with the, the July cutoff is like MLB needs to know uh, where the A's are going to play because they have to set the schedules. And so there's like two conflicting reports and it's kind of crazy. You have the athletic coming out saying um, the athletic came out and said that, you know, Sacramento is a front runner, but then literally the, the uh, A's NBC Bay area uh, network, the people that pay the A's $70 million, like they came out and tweeted literally within a day's time of each other. Sacramento is a front runner. The very next day, Oakland is where they're going to, you know, Oakland's where they're going to play. The fact of the matter is, is if, if they leave the Bay Area following this year, they, they lose 70 million every single year. They're not in the Bay and on that contract with uh, NBC. And so, um, so they, they, they can't like leave and not think they're going to make that, that money up somewhere. And then plus you have the whole thing where the players putting professional athletes in a AAA, like, can you imagine the Yankees playing in Sacramento in a AAA park? or yeah. Utah in a triple A park. It's just stupid. Yeah. And so, um, so it's, it's, it's really bad for the for, look for the players and stuff like that. But the bottom line is uh, the A's are, are back at the table. Negotiations initially were positive, but that more, uh, more interview or more interviews, more meetings are going to take place. Um, it, it's looking like the call scene would have to be the favorite uh, if they don't want to lose that $70 million. And so, uh, but the, the city has terms and they have four terms. And so a lot of A's fans, what they want is they want the city to hold hold true and hold firm to those four terms. Um, and as, uh, you know, last Ibar and myself as a fan, I don't want them to extend the lease past one day if they don't meet those four terms. Because the A's don't deserve, you know, $70 million a year if they're not going to meet those terms, which is... Um, which is obviously increased rent because they're paying $1.2 million a year and if they're getting $70 million for them to extend that lease. Right. They need to, they need to fork up some of that money to the, to the city. Uh, John Fisher owns half the Coliseum site, which is just ridiculous that the County sold that to him without any stipulations in there. So they got to give that back to the, uh, to the Oakland A's uh, or that back to the city. So they can then own hundred percent of the property they want to sell it to this group called a uh, AAESG or whatnot, and so, so basically uh, that, and then guarantee from MLB 
right? Uh, relocation, mm -hmm. right? Bid to to go there, and the A's and A's team num uh, team colors branding stays in Oakland. So even if they leave and they get three out of the four four things, but they don't get relocation or something. They at least have the name. So if relocation ever does come up, you can have like a Cleveland Browns thing where they're like the new Oakland A's, but they're under different ownership and stuff like yeah. that. And so, but right. if they're not going to need all four and MLBs, like why, why do them any favors? You know what I mean? They, they've shit on, on Oakland. They shit on the fans. They've shit on baseball so much. They don't deserve it. And so, but the good news is, is that MLB is talking with the A's, right? So relocation is on the table and the city and the county are talking with the A's. So um, there's hope, you know, there's hope and there's something to hopefully look forward to, you know. That, I mean, that would be cool, awesome for the fans. I mean, like really and truly, y'all are the, the ones that are, I guess, getting hurt in all of this. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, like the, the players oh, yeah. still, players still get paid. John Fisher obviously is making his money. And so it's literally just the fans trying to endure, you know, a hundred loss seasons over here. You're like, can we, can we field a good team? Cause yeah. um, I, again, before I got into like really got into the weeds of like baseball, um, I remember that team with like Matt Chapman and, you know, Matt Olson and Marcus Simeon mm. and Sean Merv. And you're like, I'm, mm. I'm sorry. How how did that team not win mm -hmm. a thousand games? Let's see, you know what I'm saying? Like I just watching all of the players from those teams go on and, and have the careers that they have. It just I, makes me, makes me very sad. makes me very sad. And again, like yeah. as I've been diving more into like A's history and baseball history, just in general, like learning about really like the greatness that was the Oakland days. I'm all, what, what do, what do you mean? What do you, the Oakland A's were like super good. Did you know this? You know, my husband yeah. just laughs at me, you know. Um, but it does like it, it makes me sad, even as like a newer like baseball fan learning kind of this in, in, in real time. So um Yeah, and that's but, the frustrating thing about being an A's fan, you know? Yeah, for sure. Like every three, sure. four every three, four years is like that. Every three, four years we're like, dude, all we need is one, two more pieces. And it's 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 World Series favorite, and instead they trade everybody away. It's like stock stock goes high, and then they sell the stock, and then they tell you, "Oh, uh, keep loving the A's." Like no, after a while, that's like that's why attendance is low because they've done that for over twenty five years. Right. You know, right. Been, we've um, had horrible ownership since ninety five. Yeah. Well, what's that amazing what about what you've created though is like it is bigger than baseball, and it is brought a true community and network of people together that is bigger than what is outside of your control. And you're keeping yeah. the, the history of not only the A's organization, but the, the space, the Coliseum and all of that yeah. alive. And one of the other things that I want to make sure that we highlight, cause you have talked about obviously the, the charitable work that is a part of the last dive bar. But I mean, at this point, Y'all have donated hundreds of thousands of dollars to charitable efforts. And you're talking about the logistics of putting a fans fest on the logistics of even just of follow through with charitable efforts like that is huge. Like were you always was philanthropy always a passion of yours or like, how do you even start to figure that out? Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, I guess 
Yeah, like my wife, she she runs a community um, in her spare time. She runs this uh, Facebook group called Got Kids. And so they put on, she puts on like tons of community events, brings families and parents together, provides resources to uh, to, to other mothers and, and, and fathers and families about stuff within the community and resources that are available to you. And so I would always help her out and stuff like that. And so when the whole meme happened, WTF Brian happened, and then it grew into like last sidebar. And like, we actually started making like, like, you know, good money and stuff like that. Um, I mean, there was no question in my mind, like to do something to give back to create almost like marketing campaigns, but for uh, a charitable, you know, for the charitable aspect side of it, and to create campaigns based around players and about around features within the Coliseum. I mean, we put a trough where you go pee on a shirt and that's our second best selling design. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it's crazy. Uh, but yeah, you know, and so I've always had that, like, I've always felt good when other people are happy. Like I, I like I watch like videos where it's like 25 cents a day could feed this family. And I'm like crying. Cause I'm like, Oh my God, you know? And so I've always been really like empathetic and, and always um, donated back to charity and stuff like that. And been real active in the community. Um, and, but from doing like charitable type stuff, like, you know, um, being with people and, 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 and seeing people light up and stuff like that, 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 that that's always been like a passion of mine and stuff. So, doing what we do with like last eye bar it's just like it's like i can do that now and like tenfold and so like this fan fest like this is ridiculous like how much money is going into this on behalf of the 68s and last eye bar like we're zeroing out our bank account like <laughs> we're spending thousands upon thousands of dollars for this fans fest uh, on top of the hours that we're working basically not basically but for free like we do all this for free like last eye bar you know, I can release my tax reports. Like we've never taken a single dollar from any of the money we've made. And we've donated uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars back to the community, to the A's community fund, their affiliated charities, players, charities. And then um, we don't announce it, but we've done a lot of um, donations for like GoFundMes for specific fans and stuff like that. Um, and so, yeah, we've, we've just, we just always have done that. You know, you watch those sappy videos on, on a MLB network, you know, where they're talking about a player and he struggles through the ups and downs and you start crying because you just feel so attached to his story and stuff like that. Like it's stuff like that, that I get into and I'm like, Oh man, that's amazing. And it gets you like motivated and again, and inspires you to where you want to take action and do something. Well, with last eye bar, we just fucking do it. You know, we do it. And we, you know, there's this one chick, uh, on, uh, on Twitter one day and, she was talking about, uh, you know, she had to move away from California because she was abused by her husband and she had to take her two kids and raise them all the way out in Oklahoma. Right. And her daughter was a diehard Matt Chapman and um, Matt Chapman, uh, or I forgot who her favorite player was. But anyways, she had a sweet 16 party and it was all A stuff. And I seen that. And I was like, wow, what a story. Well, you know what? I hit up a bunch of A's fans and we got every single giveaway. We got tons of stuff and we sent it all to this girl oh. way out in like Oklahoma. And she was just like blown away. And then there was a banner that she liked. We reprinted the banner and sent that to her so she could have it up in her room. Hope it falls down on her, you know, because it was some sexy <laughs> baseball player. But, uh, <laughs> you know, so yeah, you know, it's, 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 it's shit like that that we've done. Like, um, there's so many different, like, there's just so many stories. Like, I like I don't have time to highlight everything, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so it's like 
it's but it, it's it's crazy it's like it's it's nuts how much we've done as far as little campaigns like that like it's in it's in the hundreds of thousands like how much we've had little stories like that that are just like those touching little sappy mlb stories um you know because it's, it's bigger than baseball you know what i mean it's like when you die you're just dirt right and so hopefully you live a life that's meaningful enough to where it affects you and it affects other people you know what i mean because i'm selfish this shit makes me feel good i like it and so it's like that's why i do it because i get something out of it i get to see other people smile i get to see right. other people's lives like actually change and stuff like that um and it, it's it's pretty crazy to know that you had like a part a small part in that and and affecting somebody's life in just a, a positive way and so you know, and, and just, you know, everything behind what Last Eye Bar is, we're, we're just a mirror, we're just a reflection. And then when you look at Last Eye Bar, you see your memories, you see your time spent at the Coliseum, you see what mattered to you, you know, because it's not about like the people behind Last Eye Bar, like we rarely ever uh, inflict our personalities in the stuff. It's always the imagery, the designs, yeah. the experiences, the memories that you create and make uh, in baseball and in particular, like the Coliseum. And so, yeah, I don't know if that answered your question. I was kind of rambling. Absolutely. No. You, it was, it was a bar. I was just, well, we we're just going to keep letting you keep going. So, um, you know, <laughs> we're, and we, we want to thank you for your time, Brian, cause I know this is it's run long now and I apologize about that. Um, but we'll, we'll wrap oh, up with this. I'll get yelled at by um, my wife. <laughs> Well, we don't want to get you in trouble. So we'll, like I said, we'll, we'll wrap up with this question. Um, and what, what do you kind of hope is in store for uh, the future of the last dive bar, you know, with the Oakland A's and, and all of that stuff. And we'll, we'll wrap that up and then, um, you know, we'll, we'll do the send off and we'll send you to dinner. Yeah. Um, well, thank you. Um, no, man, what would I want for last dive bar? You know, it, I, it's a big question because it's like, in order for us to want what we would want for last eye bar, we would need a different owner to do so because the current ownership, the current marketing team and PR and stuff like that are just so detached from what the fans deserve and what they could offer to the fans. And, um, and they don't have that connection like the, the previous regimes did and stuff like that. So it's like, I want ownership to be gone. I want the team to be sold. I want lo a local ownership group to take over uh, for them to build at Howard terminal keep Coliseum open so the roots and the soul can play there because it's better to develop two places for the community than one. Mm -hmm. And so build Howard Terminal in a way scaled back more, you know, not that $13 billion ridiculous plan Fisher could never do, but actually just build a stadium there and do some development around it. And, uh, and then get back on track, you know, with what uh, last Ibar and then we're doing, which is highlight uh, what makes baseball fun and and work with us as opposed to against us um and for us i mean we're just gonna continue doing what we're doing as long as we're still here and even after they leave we're gonna just continue to highlight the history and highlight the experiences of our past and um you know because this isn't our main job like we all have full-time jobs families yeah, and stuff right. like that this is what we do on the side now we do it 24 7 like while well, we like we do it all the time but it's um it's it's not what we do for a living, you know what I mean? And it the, the money doesn't go back to us. So it's like there's no drive to make more money. It's just about giving the experiences back like to the people and to the fans. And so as long as we can keep doing that, then I mean, 
we're already doing what we want to do in the future and, and hopefully it grows. Like I know Casey Pratt, who's another huge, like you guys should have Casey Pratt on your show. That guy's the expert when it comes to A's relocation and yeah, stuff like that. Awesome. But Casey Pratt um, has talked about like doing the multimedia thing, like dive bar, uh, dive bar. We had some funny name for it, but um, so I don't know, getting into like media such as this, you know, like expanding, getting into TikTok. We have a TikTok thing, but we don't use it. We just didn't want nobody to take the name. So like getting into TikTok and making some, you know, cute vids, like that would uh -huh. be cool, you know, but like, yeah. you know, but I don't know. We're, we're doing everything we want to do and we're living out our dreams. Like we, we've been able to meet players and have relationship with players and, and media and, and the broadcasters and stuff like that and get to talk to like amazing women like you two. Um, so, I mean, we're doing what is like super fun for us, you know, and, right. and I'm grateful for that. And I feel lucky. Well, I mean, you ended it on a compliment with uh, about us. So you were just yes, going to end on a high note here. You're welcome back anytime, Brian. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Hey, yeah, Brian, wait, wait. I was like, just, hey, I, yay, I'm married. Yay I know. <laughs> yay baseball indeed. <laughs> um, Brian, tell, yeah. uh, tell the people where they can find you on socials. Yeah, so we're on OnlyFans at Last Eye Bar 6 9 <laughs> Um, <laughs> no, but okay. Wait, before I tell you that, I don't know what's going on with Twitter, but every time I post something, I get hot tits in bio, like ladies, yeah. calm down. Okay. Yes, Last sidebar has wives it's and the kids. Porn bots. It's the porn bots. They do. It's crazy, dude. But you yeah. know what? I talk back to them. They want to get into that. Dive bar. But no, um, <laughs> you can find us at last dive bar. You can find us on Twitter. You can find us on Instagram, Instagram, great way to find all the stuff from back in the day and the stories. And I try to keep stuff in the highlights so you can see the collections and some of the community stuff. Uh, we have a Facebook feed as well. Um, and we have threads, even though we, we kind of barely started that, uh, but we just post everything else from all the other sites. And then, um, yeah. And then you can go to lastibar.com and check out, uh, we've got the new rally possum design that just dropped the puppet president, which is uh, an homage to Pinocchio, AKA Dave, Cavill and uh, we got a pretty cool uh like it's a Disney castle like the Disney thing but it's the yeah. Coliseum and it's got the doors get your kid flower so that was pretty cool love it love so it. yeah um well we I will definitely put all of those um links in the show notes to the website to all of the socials so that our um listeners and followers can um link to that really quickly and um help support y'all out there um, again, Brian, we really appreciate um, all your time that you spent with us today. And um, we'll have to have you back maybe after like Fans Fest and after you've like slept a little while um, and kind of, you know, just kind of recap <laughs> the 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 day and, and how and how it went for you. So um, listeners, yeah. followers, um, friends, thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. And if you haven't already, please uh, hit that red button subscribe to us on on the youtubes uh we are now at 202 followers on youtube we are moving on up in the world moving on up um we are still hanging very very tough on all of the apple podcast charts for great britain and spain and japan and korea so again i don't know where you're oh, finding shit. the show but we are so thankful that you guys are uh united states i don't know where the fuck y'all are at but you need to get on get on the apple podcast charts come on now people come on i'm just okay <laughs> 
um, leave us all of the five-star ratings because that's what we appreciate over here. All of the nice words um, in the reviews. Uh, and with that, we will say good night and goodbye and yay, baseball.